What's up everyone? It's me AJ and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour and it's time for the ultimate breakdown. Welcome back everyone to the ultimate breakdown. Apologies for the delay on getting this up. I know I always promise you guys Fridays. However, it is Saturday as I'm posting and um yes, uh life gets in the way. So, uh, uh let's get straight into it. I'm going to start this week with Beverly Hills. Uh, so it seems that Dorit will not be holding back on season 12 of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, she says uh, in an interview with Access Hollywood that she will absolutely discuss the robbery that occurred at her home in October. She said, We had just started filming when it had happened. Because of the outcome and my kids not knowing what had happened, it was very important to me that normal life resumed. It was also important that, you know, the robbers, they can take all the material things, but you don't want to feel like they take your livelihood. Um, she also said, I showed it all what I was going through. The show's crew were there for the entire process. I was very open and very honest. I've done therapy. I've done what I need to do to kind of progress. And you'll see that all in the new season. Uh, for those of you that don't know, in October, Dorit was held at gunpoint um, during a 20-minute home invasion and robbery at her home in Encino with her two children that were there ages seven and five and they were sleeping. The intruders made off with over $100,000 worth of handbags and jewelry. Um, so expect that to be discussed pretty early on in Beverly Hills because it did happen the first day that they began filming. So further news in the Girardi divorce. Um, according to a new report from Radar Online, lawyers are investigating um, Tom and have un- uncovered a new bank account in his name. Uh, the trustee investigating Tom's involuntary Chapter 7 bankruptcy is now asking the court to have Western Alliance Bank turn over all records connected to Tom's account. After months of reviewing Tom's records, the trustee has uncovered several bank accounts, but needs the bank statements to understand the whole picture. Um, These statements may shed light on the debtor's 17 financial history and potentially uncover assets that belong to the bankruptcy estate, is what the trustee said. Um, The judge signed off on the request, which means that Tom's victims and creditors may soon find out if they will receive more money. Uh, Meanwhile, Erica recently filed a motion to have Tom uh, deposed as part of her defense, even though he lives in a senior facility and suffers from dementia. Uh, So previously reported, judge recently granted a motion allowing Tom's victims to pursue legal action against Erica. Um, According to lawyers, financial records prove that Tom used millions of dollars from his client's settlements to fund Erica's lifestyle. This is all stuff we know. Um, She has denied any wrongdoing and has requested the case to be tossed. So... That is the update so far. Uh, Still a mess, and it will definitely continue to be a mess. So this is just a rumor, but I did think it was interesting because I have brought this up and shared my opinion before on this potential situation. Um, So Kris Jenner is reportedly plotting to snag a spot on Beverly Hills, um, even though her family's new show is getting ready to premiere on Hulu. Um, So an insider spoke with Life and Style and said the buzz is she'll come on to the next season as a friend of the cast, but will eventually replace Lisa Rinna. Um, And it's causing quite a stir among the ladies. Uh, It's no secret that viewers have wanted Lisa gone for many years. Um, I've even said before that I think that her time is coming to a close. Um, In 2020, they started a change.org position to um, get Rinna fired from the show over her hateful actions. Um, As for Chris... She obviously has a massive fan base being, you know, a Kardashian. Uh, Plus, she's already good friends with um, OG housewife Kyle and her sister Kathy. Um, While Chris's rep denies this um, in her future, 
The insider insists that Chris is ready to break out on her own. They said, of course she's excited about the family's Hulu series and appearing on it, but Housewives is a whole different ballgame. Um, and it said, uh, Lisa is always nervous that she'll re be replaced or fired, um, which is why I think she continues to kind of bring it every year in terms of causing drama, stirring the pot, whatever. So, um, like I said, I have shared my opinion on this before. I actually... I'm going to share it again. I actually don't think that Kris Jenner would be that much of a good asset to Housewives only because I feel like she, um, I, I feel like the whole celebrity thing is just a little too much now. I mean, I like I said, I mean, I don't know. I liked having Denise on the show, but at the same time, there was a lot of things that Denise didn't want to do. And as a housewife, it's kind of an aspect of, you know, you got to be willing to share everything, lay it all on the table and be real. And I think that some of these ladies, you know, even though they're on reality shows, um, if someone tries to come after Chris, let's just say, I don't see, I don't see her just sticking around. Um, so unless she would come on as kind of a Kathy Hilton, like comic relief, that would be kind of cool. Um, but this rumor has floated around for a while. So I just wanted to share my opinion again on it. Uh, what do you guys think? Let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. Uh, if you find any other news on this, but I'd love to um, love to talk about this forever, but I definitely want to move on. <laughs> and lastly, to close off with Beverly Hills, uh, Dorit's husband, PK, has settled a long-standing debt with the Bellagio Casino in Las Vegas, according to some court documents obtained by Radar Online. Owners of um, the Bellagio reported to the court that PK paid off his $2.27 million debt um, the court filing now re reveals that the 2019 judgment against PK is now satisfied in full. Um, the Bellagio said that their issues with um, PK is over and that their lawsuit against him is void. Um, the gambling debt has been hanging over PK's head for years and he's been working to pay off the $3.6 million casino market for nearly a decade. Um, in 2013, the casino sued PK for missing payments on a private payment plan they previously worked out. They claim that PK paid $875,000 before filing bankruptcy in the UK. Um, while most of PK's debts were discharged by the court, his casino losses were not covered. Eventually, PK and the Bellagio settled, and PK began making monthly payments until 2018, uh, when the casino took PK to court and demanded that he pay the outstanding debt and even threatened to garnish his wages. Um, yeah, I didn't even know that he owed money to a casino, but that's just crazy. I don't even know how you get on payment plans at the casino, but um, you would think that with all the money that they have, he would just give it to them. But who knows? Um, at least it's settled now. <laughs> Moving on over to Miami. I actually don't have much to share, but um, Leah Black uh, was on a recent um, appearance of, with my dear friend's podcast, David Yontef, Behind the Velvet Rope. Um, she revealed that if she had returned for the Miami reboot, the show would have been completely different. Um, according to Leah, she was in talks to return to Miami, but when producers explained the format of the show uh, would be the same as the first three seasons, she decided to take herself out of the running. Um, she said, I had several conversations with the casting girl and I had a couple of conversations with the producer, but I knew after the first conversation was after the first conversation with the producers that um, that's it, in my opinion, was going to be more of the same and it probably wasn't going to work out for me. That's really the truth. I think people are so hungry for storylines, people bringing up anything. Uh, she's referring to Alexia's storyline of her gay ex-husband. Um, and as for Larsa's return, she said, Larsa has a very C and be seen superficial kind of life. 
but she does have a big following and she does know kind of how to work it. I've never seen her be the person to really put her raw feelings and self out there. Um, I actually agree with Leah on that. Um, she didn't stop there. She also claimed that Adriana, Alexia, and Marisol tried for years to get Miami back on the air because they have no lives outside of the show. Um, and that was further. I, I do recommend you listen to the interview. Um, I actually tried to get uh, Leah on the podcast um, earlier, but she was already booked with David, and I didn't want to um, rain on his parade. Um, so let me just say this. I think that... Honestly, like, it wouldn't have been the worst thing to have Leah back on the show. But to me, she just doesn't scream real Housewife of Miami. Like, I think that we're all kind of in a different space with Housewives as we were when this particular franchise aired. And um, Miami's interesting right now. I think that the ladies are interesting, but I think it's definitely going to take some time to kind of get some sort of group dynamic where we build little friendships and get little feuds. It's definitely going to take some time. However, I've particularly enjoyed watching these ladies kind of bond. And um, I don't know. I, th I think that I think we just have to give Miami some time, really. Moving on over to Orange County. Um, it's no secret that Noella is definitely not a fan favorite after the couple episodes that have been coming out. Um, social media has kind of compared her to Bronwyn. Uh, which is not really a good comparison to be at. So um, during last week's episode, or I believe it was um, two weeks ago, um, Noella showed some major cattiness towards Heather, um, and it essentially came out of nowhere. But um, it turns out that Heather was just as shocked as fans were to hear what Noella was saying about her in the confessional interviews. She said, Heather scheduled this. She told me the time to come. She clearly chose it to be at a time when she was filming an infomercial with her husband in the kitchen. She wants me to see this. She wants me to feel impressed. Um, she also added, I'm not her. Um, I'm not here to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Heather Dubrow, but if she brings it, I will end her. Uh, Noella also called Heather a narcissist and insisted her podcast office is a shrine to herself. So... Um, Naturally, Heather took to Instagram to call out Noella's claims. Um, she shared a text message exchanged between her and Noella, and she wrote, um, When you thank her for coming to your house to clear the air and move forward because you're working all weekend, and she comes over and pretends to not know, uh, or pretends not to know, and trashes your business and your character. Well, all of this and more at the reunion. So the text messages read from Heather, Hi, so nice seeing you. Sorry for all that you're going through, thinking about you. And then Noella responded saying, thank you so much. That is very kind of you. Heather then texted her on the th um, on a couple days later, or I think it was a week later, um, and said, I'm glad you're free tomorrow. Thank you for coming to my place. We have a whole weekend of shows at Shop HQ, so I'm a little locked in. Hope things are better in your world. See you tomorrow. Um, Heather's... Former OC co-star Tamra, as well as Emily and Gina, showed support in the comments of her posts, saying, um, Tamra said, Not cool at all. I've worked with housewives like that before, and it sucks. But don't worry. They don't last long. Love to know who you slammed, because that's so your style. Um, Emily said, Can't wait for the reunion, and Gina sent hearts. Um, meanwhile, Noella then shared her side of things on her Instagram story, saying, Um... <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to find the caption. Oof, you're so angry. A good host knows their schedule. I was left waiting in my in my car in her driveway for 45 minutes. When I asked to use the bathroom, I had to wait 15 minutes for permission, then return back to my car. 
When I finally was allowed to come inside, I walk into an infomercial. This was a Saturday with my kids. I showed up when I was told to. My time was not respected, and plugging products was clearly more important than making me feel welcome. Um, she then shared various texts and emails about the filming schedule for that day, noting, um, Did we not learn from the podcast room? I don't want beef with anyone, but if you force me to defend myself, I will. She continued by saying, let's get this one out of the way. There are more important things to discuss at the reunion. Um, so the thing that she shared was a schedule for Noella, and it said, hey, Noella, here's the schedule for tomorrow. Saturday, August 14th, 4 p.m., please arrive at Heather's house for a visit. Blank will film. Um, I don't really know if this is like an email or like if she just typed that up, because I think it's kind of awkward. Um, and then there was a text message that said, Hi, lovey, what's your ETA to Heather's? And then she responded by saying, Two minutes, calling on the second gate. Um, I don't know. I feel like, in my opinion, like it doesn't really seem like that big of a deal. I think that Noelle is kind of blowing it out of proportion a little bit, if you ask me. But um, <laughs> I guess we will talk about it at the reunion. So we did get a mid-season trailer, which is... Definitely early on, because we're only, I think, six or seven episodes into Orange County. So, definitely seems like it's going to be a shorter season. Um, there's definitely more drama to come on season 16. Um, the trailer did kick, kick off with Emily telling her co-stars, I'm talking, shut the fuck up. Um, something was going on with Noella, which I thought was really weird. She was, like, hyperventilating and, like, crying on the ground. Um, I don't know if that's coming up in like next week's episode because it looked like they were still on vacation, but I don't know. Um, it looks like also Jen is going to run into some issues with her husband, which I'm kind of weirdly and oddly excited about because I feel like she hasn't shared much yet about her family um, dynamic. So it's going to be interesting to watch that. Um, she also said that she was tired of being in the in this relationship. So uh, meanwhile, Shannon and Gina are struggling to keep their friendship intact. Um, Shannon said, there's people in this group I will never be friends with. Gina's ego, sorry, needs to put a little pin in it. Um, I don't know. It looks like there's going to be... I mean, this whole Heather versus Noella thing is just crazy because I feel like no one can really go against Heather, um, <laughs> which is really kind of interesting because she's just, you know, the word queen, and I just don't think anybody could take her down. Or um, She definitely gives the best read in Orange County. Um <laughs> I don't know. I'm still looking forward to the rest of Orange County. I have my thoughts about some of these women, um, but I'm going to save them for the end and let you guys know what I think towards the end of the season. <laughs> so I'm going to close off with Salt Lake City. There was a lot going on last week with um, Salt Lake City uh, on social media and just there was just a lot. Um, <laughs> so first off, Mary Cosby's um, parents are speaking out for the first time. Um, in an upcoming interview, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I think it's actually released, you can go and watch it on YouTube, uh, with Up and Adam Live, uh, where Mary's parents make some bold claims about Robert Cosby Sr. Um, while insisting their daughter is a victim. So to start, Adam brings up the theory that the family was upset that Mary's grandmother mama chose her to take over the church and marry Robert Sr., um, they claim that that's not true. Mary's father insists that Mary was not Bob Cosby's first choice. Um, he continued by saying she does not want to be married, uh, or I'm sorry, she does not want to be married to her step-grandfather. She never did want to be married to him. He convinced her by saying, Mama wanted you to marry me. Plus, um, here's a couple hundred thousand dollars and it's your birthday. Here's a new BMW. Um, when asked, uh, 
If they think Mary is a victim in all this, they admitted they believe she is a victim of Robert Sr. Uh, Mary's father warned she needs to remove herself quickly because under Bob Cosby, it is a cult. Uh, meanwhile, it seems that Mary may have closed down her church, which is insane. I, I just did an interview with Hannah from Below Deck, and I found out for the first time that the church had closed down, which is crazy. Um, one fan reports that um, Mary has recently taken the signage off her church. Um, so I don't know. If you guys do want to watch the um, the uh, YouTube video with her parents, uh, there is some interesting stuff in there. However, that's probably one of the most interesting things is they believe that she is a victim. So you can definitely go ahead and watch that on YouTube. On the topic of Mary Cosby, she did reveal why she ditched the uh, season two reunion. Uh, in a new interview with the Brot Chat Instagram account, um, or I'm sorry, not Brot Chat, Bro Chat um, Instagram, Mary says that she skipped the reunion because she didn't want to be beat up by her castmates. She also did not want to be grilled over her controversies, including claims that her church is a cult. Um, she clearly said, I did not go to the reunion because I was not about to sit there and be beat up from the one side of the story and of the narrative. Narrative. Um, she added saying, they said that I shine during reunion, so they held it back from me and they wanted me to go off at the reunion and answer all these one-sided questions that I didn't even see coming and I said I'm not doing it. Um, she said, I never got a chance to express my side to say no one ever t even told me they were talking about me. No one even told me they called my church a cult. I found out on TV. I found out with you guys. No one ever told uh, me none of that. She also said, no one had the guts to say it to my face. All these false allegations. How on earth am I a cult? Um, Mary will most likely not be asked back for season three, uh, which um, did begin filming, I believe, this week. Um, I think I said this before a couple weeks ago or maybe last week. It, you know, even if it's even if she's saying that it's one side of the story, I mean, in my opinion, I always feel that they should show up and give their side of the story because now... We're going to be talking about Mary Cosby, and she's not going to be able to defend herself um, in that setting with Andy Cohen. So it's it's really kind of frustrating that she didn't show up, um, and I wasn't really satisfied with her her excuse at all. I don't know about you guys, but um, I know that she said a lot of crazy stuff this last season. I definitely think that she should be held accountable, just like every single woman should on this show. I do agree with her, though. I do think that these ladies should have been more forward with her and, and been up front. And I don't know if that's maybe what we're going to find out later on is that maybe she is. Because I don't know if Mary's telling the truth or not. Maybe she did. And they just, I don't know. Um, you know, Salt Lake, City's, Salt Lake City has proven to be a little bit like they gossip, but they don't really get their hands dirty. So um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this is handled now because... Mary is saying that none of this stuff was even brought to her attention. She watched it unfold on TV. Um, I personally think that it's a little odd. I find that odd to believe because I feel like every time these women try to talk to Mary, she just kind of gets shut down or she walks away. So I don't really understand how they're supposed to have a conversation with her. However, there was a lot of information that came out about Mary this year. And I would have expected these ladies as her friends to come forth and be upfront about it. So I definitely can understand both sides. However, I do think that Mary should have been held accountable and she should have shown up to the reunion. So Jenny did face um, or has been facing backlash after several controversial and offensive social media posts from 2020 came um, came surfacing this week. The posts are all from 2020, cover a, um, a bunch of controversial topics, including promoting White Lives Matter, uh, condemning George Floyd and uh, Black Lives Matter protests. I know I like to, I you know, I say that I like to keep um, 
race, religion, and politics off the um, the podcast. I'm simply going to share all this information with you guys. Um, I'm not going to tell you where I stand because I just don't want to, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't want to get involved too much in this just because I feel like this is, um, you know, it's just too much. It's not what, not what the podcast is about, not what the shows are about. Um, and you guys know that by now. I like to keep things light and fun um, on the podcast. So I will share everything for you guys uh, so you are up to date on all the drama because it most likely will be addressed on the next season of Salt Lake City. Um, so some of the posts that Jenny shared on Instagram are a couple memes uh, making fun of, um, you know, I think there's one right here that's making fun of a little Asian girl. One is like a granny um, with a car and then she has like a sticker and says, no, that's my family. That's how many riders I've hit. Um, it's just, honestly, it's kind of vulgar stuff. But um, And then she did share an article uh, from The Blaze uh, on her Facebook saying cops lawyers make bombshell claims in George Floyd case body cam shows Floyd ingesting fatal amount of drugs before arrest he died of an overdose um, and then another meme was said if you follow the officer's orders you won't get shot um, another one says it's a little cartoon of Kaepernick and says I'm kneeling to protest injustice against black men in America and then it's a Charlie Brown character next to it saying, that's odd, you joined Islam, a religion that still owns black slaves, and you don't protest against that. Um, and then she shared another post saying, if we are removing To Kill a Mockingbird due to the use of N-word, how many rap albums are going with it? Uh, there's several other things, to, you know, uh, within hours, Jenny's post spread across social media like wildfire. Uh, she did issue a public statement after her controversial Facebook post resurfaced. I will read it to you right now. She said, I want to acknowledge and apologize for my deleted Facebook post from 2020 that resurfaced today. At the time, I thought I was speaking out against violence, but I have since learned how offensive and hurtful my words were. It's why I deactivated that account more than a year ago and why I continue to try to learn about perspectives different from my own. I regret those posts and I'm sincerely sorry for the pain they caused. Um... So you're probably wondering what the other ladies had to say. Um, it's interesting because they're they're most likely told by the network that they cannot comment um, because they're actively in a season right now and it's going to be on camera. However, um, Meredith went to Twitter and said, vile, simply vile. Uh, Bravo fan quickly called Meredith out for not saying more. However, Meredith clarified that she's not allowed to say more right now. Uh, she adds, I have a lot more to say about many things and I will. Uh... Lisa then reassured fans that Jenny's social media post would get addressed. She said, things get addressed. Um, and then somebody responded saying, yeah, but do most recent comments and Facebook posts get addressed when and how? Because the reunion has been filmed. We'd like to know. Um, and Lisa saying before then. Uh, so and then Jen Shaw did share her thoughts on Jenny's post in a lengthy statement on Instagram. She said, I rarely believe what I see or hear online. I know firsthand what it feels like to be judged without evidence or admission of guilt. However, since my Salt Lake City cast member has admitted that she made those horrible comments and posts, I must now stand up on behalf of my husband and sons who are African-American to say that I'm deeply offended by the racially insensitive posts and comments. It was infuriating to see her like and repost comments that made a mockery of and showed complete apathy toward... Um, killing toward those killed marching to bring toward those killed marching to bring awareness to the deep-seated social justice issues that plague our country i am equally disappointed by the disingenuous apology that was issued needless to say we have some real shit to talk about 
And then she put a quote in the caption saying, where you see wrong or inequality or injustice, speak out because this is your country, this is your democracy, make it, protect it, pass it on. Uh, spoken by Thurgood Marshall. Um, well, that's all the tea I have for you. Uh, and if you want to actually look at the posts, I'm sure you can find them uh, on Instagram somewhere, or just even if you Googled it, you can find it somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> well, my friends, we have reached the end of the Ultimate Breakdown. I hope you enjoyed it. Here is your Flash filming update. Atlanta is currently still filming for their upcoming 14th season. Um... They are taking their final cast trip to Jamaica, so that'll be interesting to watch. Beverly Hills is currently still filming. I haven't heard anything about a cast trip yet, so I'll let you guys know when I hear something. Uh, Miami is still streaming on Thursdays on Peacock. Uh, they just filmed the reunion, so we probably should be getting that in uh, within probably the next month or so. Uh, so the season will probably be wrapping up after... I think we've reached the almost halfway point. Um... New Jersey is going to be airing on February 1st. Uh, New York is still on hiatus. I'm hearing some vague casting updates, but I will let you guys know uh, when I hear some more definitive things. Orange County is still airing on Wednesdays, and we have reached the midway point. Um, Potomac, I've heard some casting updates. Um, I've heard that the original members, Karen, Giselle, Robin, and Ashley, will be returning so far. I haven't heard any other casting updates other than the fact that there's a rumor floating around that Mia will not be returning uh, just because she has removed um, any signs of Real House has a Potomac from her social media accounts. So I'll let you guys know when I have more definitive answers on that. And Salt Lake City is still airing on Sundays. We will be getting a reunion soon. We're almost to the end of the season. And it is as dramatic as ever. Um, and they have started filming for their third season. Everybody is supposedly coming back. Jenny has apparently not been fired but i'll let you guys know you know if i hear anything otherwise uh but yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in and i will talk to you soon thank you all so much for listening if you enjoyed it please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive if you have any news to share feel free to message me so i can talk about all your favorite tea follow me on instagram at housewives happy hour with aj for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things housewives until next time this was housewives happy hour with aj